What you trying to protect? Boom. Bars. <laughs> Don't believe me. Uh... What are you trying to protect is a powerful question that I, I find myself asking myself whenever I experience the tightness of like a, a trigger. Or I'll be going into a social situation, an event, whatever it is. You feel that sort of tightness. Any sort of uh, triggered experience like that, not just social, just in life, I find immediately sort of dropping the question into my subconscious is, is really powerfully orientated. Right? What am I trying to protect? Who am I trying to protect? What version of myself am I trying to protect? I don't want people to see me like this. Right? I don't think that <laughs> I got a, I got an idea in my head about who I think I am. And if I don't you know, get that out there, then I'm in trouble, right? If people don't see this, then... <laughs> And it's crazy. Like if we sit down and we talk to people about like their the ideas of perfectionism, if I just talk to you about it, you'd be like, yeah, you know, yeah, being a bit of perfectionist, trying to be an ideal version of myself is silly. We all know that. We all know that. But a lot of the time we forget. And so it can be really like powerful to in the moment experience that like reorientation. Who are you trying to protect? Usually, and I don't advise trying to look for the answer. The answer just kind of pops up, right? (laughs) Uh, And it's not about um, necessarily trying to get rid of the trigger. It's just to acknowledge that something happened and you're trying to hold on to a very specific idea of yourself. Right, you're really locked in. You're really. I don't want them to think of me that way. I'm not that kind of person. How dare you talk about me like that? Right, I got an idealized version of myself that goes back into the past, and it's got to be this. It's got to be this. Again and again and again. I can't tell you how many times my wife, <laughs> she'll say something, it'll trigger me, and I'm literally just, what are you trying to protect? you can say yes to that to to whatever shows up and it's not even necessarily about trying to say yes let me just fix that (laughs) it's not just saying yes but more so treating with treating that grasping with accepting acknowledgement you are trying to protect something you're trying to hold on to an idea of what you think something should or shouldn't be and just the acknowledgement of that is all right This is the motion of the ego. We talk about this a bit, but I just want to reiterate. The universe, everything that we see, is made up of meanings and constructs that we came up with. They are not inherent to the universe. But when we become over-identified with these constructs, these ideas, down, tree, cat, airpods, journal... When we become overly identified with those things, body, thoughts, identity, right? Um, We're trying essentially to remanufacture, re-put out, what word am I looking for here? (laughs) We're trying to 
manifest on the physical plane, the idea that we have in our head about reality. But the, the, the challenging bit is that the idea that we have in our head about what reality is, is fundamentally incorrect. Our ideas of things point to reality. They are not reality. And so when we form these sort of self-identities that are good or bad or perfect or, you know, kind, nice, <laughs> a good person, a bad person, like any of these things, when those self-identities are pushed against by life, which they inevitably will be, there's the trigger. I have to protect this identity. I am this kind of person. This is who I am. What, what are you trying to protect? What are you trying to protect? That can't be you. You can't be the, the thought about you you have in your head. You can't be your past. That's silly. You can't be the thing that people have in their heads because we've briefly established, right? The concept even a self-concept only points to reality, only points to the totality of who you are, the wholeness of you, which isn't limited to anything, truthfully. And so the recognition of that sort of protective is just, I mean, I instantly, you know, try to soften around What version of you are you holding on to? Well, I don't want to know. I don't want them to know I'm messy. I don't want people to know I'm not perfect. Like the perfect idea of myself that I have in my head that's very rigid and silly and doesn't make any sense. Trying to project and maintain idea of ourselves that, that lies in the head which is by the way is why it can be <laughs> why it's so pristine and sexy right? it's perfect because in your head things are perfect it's clean as hell up there for the most part, you know, it's, it's all kinds of shit. But the idea that you have in your head doesn't have to deal with the outside world. So every idea of yourself that you have in your head is equally as sanitized, equally as polarized. And so when our primary state of identification is with our thoughts, is with our past, is with our emotions... then when those ideas of ourselves are challenged which because those things are fundamentally concepts they are absolute when the absolute nature of those things are challenged well then you're triggered I have to protect this perfect idealized version of myself come on man you know I um, have an acting coach and she talks about this constantly you know what we call uh acting that's too overprepared, too sanitized, too clean. You call it shitty acting. It's bad acting. You see it in soaps all the time. It's not necessarily quote unquote good or bad, but you know. We call it bad acting because 
our ideas of reality are not reality. And when you are, you know, trying to project this very sort of idealized version of life and you do that shit on camera or on the stage, it looks like garbage, right? I know how humans sit. They don't sit like that. You're trying to sit like you think people sit instead of just sitting, right? You're trying to laugh like you think you're supposed to based on the script and just instead of just laughing. You're trying to look like you're interested instead of just being interested. All of those trying to's are the external projections of our internal misidentification. I know what it looks like to be me. I know what it is like to be this idea of myself in my head. What if you didn't? What if the bitch you were trying to protect, you could just let it be? What if the aspects of yourself that you didn't want anybody else to know about, what if you could soften around those? What if you could just be open to them? I'm trying to dance around this a bit because I think there's a sort of there's a tendency to even objectify this, obviously. Right? The tendency is to um, objectify it and turn it into this very sort of like, I'm accepting all of my flaws, all of my bad. And look, everything's a teaching tool. I'm not hating. But I think a lot of the time, the tendency to interpret this or think about this from this sort of positive perspective, positive is an accumulation, right? I'm holding on to the bad parts of me sort of keeps it in this sort of subtle state of judgment and so for me you know I, I as long as you know I think those are very useful if it's useful for you it's useful for you for me I think it's important to uh, not only recognize when you're doing it but also to just give it the space to be be there right I'm not trying to say that these flaws are good or bad I'm just acknowledging that the entirety of life is going to show up for me right now as me right now. Right? It's not about trying to figure out like what bits because you get into the sort of like, oh, well, I'm OK showing him this, but I don't want to show him this. Look, man, I think one of the most sobering things uh, for a specific uh, revelation that I had was when you sort of slow down for the first time various I'm going to get a little more esoteric but moments of revelation are moments of stillness and when you're still it's very easy to see like not only when other people are just kind of all over the place because you're like oh you're doing a lot right now but also you remember like what you must have looked like <laughs> And it was really, it's really sobering to look back and realize that, oh man, like to anybody who wasn't me, any of these quote unquote flaws that I was trying to kind of mask up or cover up or whatever, or portray as, you know, perfect or whatever the fuck it was, was completely obvious to them. It's completely obvious. Maybe not all the time. But to some people who, who who can see, it's like, oh, right, you're you're just you're doing a sort of reactionary kind of thing. You're trying to be a version of yourself. Um, part of this sort of misidentification that people try to keep up also results in a very sort of, as you can imagine, um, 
sanitized and what is the word when people all do the same thing very cliched uh projected states of being so it looks the same right when you're trying to hold on to a version of yourself for everybody else and present that it, 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 everybody starts looking the same because our ideas of things are not as well grounded or open as clear and clear as what they actually are and so when we're all trying to do our idea stuff we all kind of look the same <laughs> uh, I got on that tangent because I, I, I just it, it was very kind of not just sobering but very it was a powerful moment of self-acceptance because I could clearly see that what I thought was a secret what I thought I could hide what I thought that people couldn't see was incredibly obvious now sort of my mantra for you know if I'm going somewhere and I can feel that coming up not just what am I trying to protect, but it's a literal, like almost instantly after that, it's right after that, it's let it all go. Let them see it all. I'm open. I'm open. I'm open. There's nothing to hide. When you open up like that, man. Because a lot of the time, man, so many sort of awkward and weird things are us trying to mitigate and maintain these ideas of ourselves. What are you trying to protect? Give it to them. Let them see it. We all love, love when people are human around us. When you feel that. And I know we're in trying times right now. People feel really kind of tight about what they can and can't say, but uh, trust yourself. Right? You're not. You're not. Even if you if you wild out and you say some shit that's inappropriate, if somebody sees a bit that they don't like, own up to that. It was it came out for a reason. <laughs> I think that was really one of the biggest reasons why I loved film sets so much because it was a space where everybody was so open really really genuinely off themselves in a powerful way and it's gorgeous love it but yeah what are you trying to protect who are you trying to be who are you trying to protect be off yourself know yourself